This is the show that pulls back the industry curtain. We're exploring pop culture, music icons, and food gods. It's the Jeremiah Show, and he's your radio host. And now, back from a race around the sun, Jeremiah Higgins. It's the Jeremiah Show and Evolve Entertainment. Featuring It's Radio with TV's Tim Stack. Mike Gormley presents Music Icons, The Arwen Lewis Show, and The Angel Baby Show. I want to know why I'm so red in this this whole thing right here. Do I look red to you guys? I might pass pink. out. Pink. You look pink. Very pink. Very yeah. pink. I'm not pointing at my skin tone. I'm I'm giving you, you answers like of why you look so red. Hey, he, he, he looks like my thumb. Like, Everybody like, thinks he has spray tan now, so maybe it's too much bronzer? <laughs> yeah. Yo, <literally. laughs> Yo. Yeah, it's crazy, bro. You're crazy, right? Now. How about that? A little bit. <laughs> you're you're crazy. I like that. that I, one I, I thought the pink was a nice shit. Serenity <laughs> now. He said, he Here we go. Said you were doing blackface. Like, I think you know, I'm matching my uh, my pink microphone here. I think right, you look great, Jeremiah. I'm going to be honest. You look really good this year. You look great. You look fit. You look great. Your hair looks amazing. I'm going to be honest. You look and great. that's here under the hat. Oh, no, that was a real thing. Oh, you were talking to Jeremiah. My fault. Yeah. <laughs> See, I, like, I, there's no controlling this group at all. I'm going to just start the show. We're already in it. We're this is the Thanksgiving show, the ninth annual Thanksgiving show here on the Jeremiah Show. And of course, Big Lou. It wouldn't be Thanksgiving without Big Lou joining me. We've been doing this for nine years now, Big Lou. Good to see you, my friend. And yeah, good to see you. Man. It's it's been a long, long, tough uh, year for me. But you know, I'm I'm very be grateful to still be to be here and to celebrate with good people like everyone that's here on the show today so uh happy thanksgiving to everybody that's on the show with us now and to everyone that's going to be listening and seeing this happy thanksgiving to you all yeah yeah well said corin nemic uh, i i i uh <laughs> hold on one second here so corin is joining us from where florida yes outside of uh st pete Outside of St. Pete, Florida, and that's where you live, huh? Yeah, couple uh, uh, about a about a three minute drive from the beach, just like I like it. You know what? I just did. I just say your last name wrong, Corin. Is it Nemec? Nemec is fine. Nemec. It's it, it, it's been it's been mispronounced <laughs> since my family first landed on Ellis Island. So wait till he gets to me, Corin. It, it, you'll have some solidarity. I'm sure he'll get my name wrong. Yeah, too. I'm gonna mess up. Every single one of you. I'm so sorry, all, both of you, but I think my name is going to take the cake. I'm so sorry. Okay. I'm so sorry to everyone else. Thank you. Thank you. Well, Jeremiah. I guess Big Lou's the only one who's getting off scot free here. Big so. Lou, I can, yeah, I can do that one. I can do that. Well, one. Yeah, we'll yeah. see. We'll oh. see how the show goes. That's an airplane. This could hey, is, be- that, is that Camilla Cleese flying in there, Andres? Actually, it's helicopters. All right. So, Corin. 
He's an actor. He's a producer, a writer, a graffiti artist. I didn't know this about him. Oh, that's and my he, work right behind me. Oh, is that? Hey, there we go. That's right behind. Check it out on uh, YouTube. Beautiful artwork. What are, <laughs> what, are we, uh, what are we showing there? What kind of art you got happening behind you? Corey? Oh, uh, this is just in my man cave. I just painted the inside of the garage wall. Uh, I have a little office off to the other side over there. So this side, I just, I'm decorated all the way across with just, uh, you know, just some traditional sort of fun, vibrant graffiti with some flowers and stuff and give it a little bit of a, you know, a a nature feel. But, uh, you know, it's fun. Good times. I'm liking it. I'm liking it. Well, you're also a traveling man. What does that mean? You just love to travel? (laughs) <laughs> I, I do. I travel often, as a matter of fact. Yep. Well, you got a new movie coming out, Dead Man's Hand. I can't wait to see it. It looks like it's everybody uh, that's in Yellowstone, which that I'm sold, man. I'm there. It, 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 tell us a little bit about the movie real quick. Uh, well, De- Dead Man's Hand, uh, I, I did a film with Brian Skiba, who's the director and, and the co-writer on it, uh, along with myself. Um, we did a film together years ago that I produced with him. I didn't produce on Dead Man's Hand. I was just uh, uh, the co-writer on it. I wrote the the initial uh, script. and um, But we did a, a film called Rotten Tail that was based on a graphic novel by the same company, SourcePoint Press, that published uh, Dead Man's Hand. And uh, it's, a, it's a horror comedy about um, uh, a scientist who gets bitten by a rabid um, bunny in his lab uh, while he's working on um, a fertility serum. And he ends up turning into a half man, half rabbit, a la, you know, a, a la uh, the fly. And uh, it's, it's a very, biza- a very uh, a bizarre uh, film. But that said, we had a great time. And, I, and when we circled back with SourcePoint years later, they wanted to do one of their Westerns. And uh, from their graphic novel collection, and this was one of them. It's a great one. It's just, it's a three part series. I don't know if I'll write any any more after this, but I had a great time writing the uh, you know uh, the initial draft based on the graphic novel. It was uh, you know we, we were under a lot of financial constraints to get that movie made, uh, as anybody can imagine. But uh, but I think it turned out good. It's it, it's uh, it's a nice uh, classic approach to a western. When can we see it? Uh, it's available it? now. It's been out for a while. You can find it all over the place. It's got, uh, uh, you know, um, I, I can't, I, I don't even know which platform. It was on Amazon. It was on uh, Apple. It was on, it was on every platform, you know. So. So that's what you do on Thanksgiving to make sure that Corin can come back and do the next two parts. Go and, go and support it. <laughs> well, welcome, man. Good to have you here. I know you're going to be on next week. We're going to talk all about the movie a little bit more in depth. Uh, I want to welcome yeah. also Tehran. I did it right, Tehran. Tehran. Is that Tehran right? The Tehran part, you're close enough that I'm not. What were you worried about? You don't even need to say the last name. Just don't even get to the last name. Just let it go. Just what let is it go. Von Gosri. Von a very good one. There you go. Corin had it. I appreciate that so much. Um, thank you for having me, Jeremiah. You know, I'm a huge fan of both your show, your uh, restaurantness. You know, I, because if I remember, this is your 30 years into restaurants right now, right? Or no? Closing in on 40, but um, not counting at all. Uh, but uh, last year, I found that out last you year. Say, yeah, you say you're a fan of the show. What's the last? You what's the last one you listened to? Last Thanksgiving. Um, 
No, the last one I listened to was actually you had um I, I listen to first of all, I listen I used to listen yeah, to yeah, the show a lot. I used to <laughs> the sports lounge. I used to get into the sports lounge where you guys because I would use I would make my picks based that's, on who you guys would choose, just to let you know. <laughs> that's not my show though. That's big Lou. I know, that's Big Lou's show, but you were on it. You were on it. You were on it a lot. You know what I'm saying? But no. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. But the last one, uh, but yeah, he was. I know he was because all honestly, his picks were always the worst. They always lost me money. But whatever, we're not talking about that. Yeah, I don't know anything about football. What I mean, and, and and Jeremiah's show. Actually, I'll tell you the one that I actually stick out and I actually support a lot is when you had John Cleese on because as a comedian, John Cleese, who Camille is going to be here. That's her dad. But the John Cleese one, you actually have one of the best interviews with John Cleese because it was. It, you got to like some real stuff and people usually he just like there's a lot of jokes but you get to a lot of real stuff so just Thanks to so let much. you know but uh, that's probably the last one and I, 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 do listen to sports I do listen to sports lounge <laughs> big blue know what you're talking about well you know the sports lounge hasn't been on for six months but i'm not gonna <laughs> i know it hasn't and that's uh, this year i haven't had anything this year I, that was my go-to during covid that was my go-to <laughs> covid that was like two years ago Hey, yeah. I'm going back because of the, the tomato color of my face, you know, and you know, you made fun of me, so I'm just more raspberry than tomato. Back. Uh, Either way, Bronzer. delicious. You look you He does. He looks tasty. You need some whipped cream. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Whoa, this is taking a turn, guys. This is taking a turn. <laughs> Did you say pasties? I need pasties. <laughs> pasties and whipped cream is the last thing I heard. Change the subject. Thursday at ten. I'm every Thursday, Tehran Thursdays at the Laugh Factory. When I'm in town, definitely there. Either way, it's still my show. It's a one wonderful, fun, the funnest show in Los Angeles, uh, according to Entertainment Weekly. So definitely come check it out. I, it, you are hilarious. I look forward to talking to you and listening to your podcast all the time as well. I appreciate you. <laughs> Andras Jones, how you doing over there, my friend? Are you watching the planes come in today? Yeah, and I'm just—I just want to avoid uh, the cross examinations. I am not a fan. I never listen. No. Uh, but I love you. I appreciate you, and I love being a guest. But I—I—I I, uh, I, and but I uh, and I don't. I'm not. Don't have any sports betting going on. So unfortunately, I don't. I can't make uh, make use of the sports lounge. Although it sounds like a very welcoming place. Um, yeah, you know, you invited me here to be a, to be your, uh, your curmudgeon. So I'm, I'm doing my best <laughs> to just start off on the wrong foot and we'll just stay on that one throughout. Curmudgeon for all seasons. That, that's a good album by Andras. Yeah. Jones. But there's no, there's no season like the one that began, that began with the end of Halloween and ends sometime after the first week of January to uh, bring out the curmudgeon in those of us who have that, uh, that strain in our, uh, I don't know, a constitution. Well, you know what Andres likes to talk about, guys, if you if you have any questions about Nightmare on Elm Street? Oh, no, I love to talk about synchronicity. I have to talk about Nightmare on Elm Street. So lay it on, lay, you know. <laughs> every time I get Andres comes on, I start talking about Nightmare, and he's like, oh, my God, I've answered every question I'm ever going to answer about Nightmare. Um, so if you got your questions for Andres, because I've run out of them. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, my, 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 one of my favorite Nightmare on Elm Streets, I, I got to say, because I'm a huge Sorry, fan of, of, of Nightmare on Elm Street. But my favorite Nightmare on Elm Street was the one, I forget which one it was, but it was filmed at Venice High School, which is my alma mater. That's the fourth one. That's the one he's yeah. in. That's the there one I'm in. Go. 
Yeah, I played Rick, the That's karate good. guy. I ran down the hall, and yeah, there's a whole scene where I'm <laughs> running down the hall like a madman. Yeah, Everyone yes, makes the jokes yeah, about it. Yeah, yeah. So that was that. my that was my first day on a legit set. In like, I had moved out to LA about two years before, and I'd done some like low budget, low budget things. But the first day of shooting uh, on Nightmare was that. And I was just, I just remember I was so excited. They had locks at the craft surfaces. And I was like, I've made it. All right. So we're all up with Let me. Uh, that, that nightmare on Elm Street, I have to say, real quick, Dizzle, that nightmare on Elm Street was filmed oh, yeah. at, a, at a classic film location, which, you know, Grease 1 and 2 were both filmed at Venice High School. So that is the famous Rydell High from Grease. I just want to put that out there. I didn't Shout know that. To, uh, Shout out to young John Travolta. Really? It was uh, in Greece. Tell me yeah. more. Tell me more. Yeah. Uh, lama, 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 shoot, shoot, shoot to shoot. Thursdays. Thursdays, I'll be there. <laughs> Thursdays at the Laugh Factory. All right, Arwen Lewis, we saved the best for last. Arwen is a singer, songwriter. Um, you come from a big artistic family, but you don't want me to mention it, do you? I mean, I don't care. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Her dad is Peter Lewis Moby Great, the '60s iconic rock band. Grandma mm-hmm. was Loretta Young. She won an Oscar. Do you have that Oscar anywhere? Um, we had it, and then we gave it back to my sister. Yeah. Or no, my dad's sister. Uh, Rightfully, it actually belongs to us. Well, I'll get into it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Arwen uh, has a radio show as well. So, uh, Andras, I think you're coming on her show very soon here. Yeah, to talk about uh, my new record, and I'm looking forward right. to that. Next year, do you got a title for it yet? Andre? Yeah, recognize, deescalate, and decode is the name of the record. Well, and, we're playing uh, actually uh, no sense of humor. Your oh, your excellent! Yeah, that's a song that's on the record that I have a video out for with Andy Dick in it, with me screaming in his face, which is kind of a massive oh my role God. reversal I've, I've in our Andy. relationship. That's why I've known Andy yeah. since the early nineties. Yeah, he was. I met. He used to crash in my place back when I was like when I was the more successful actor. He just moved out from Chicago. He got kicked out of his place and he stayed with me for like six months. And eventually, as anyone who's known Andy for any time knows that six months is like a massive amount of time to spend with him. And I did have to kick him out over a disagreement over a boombox. But years later, when he became famous, all he remembered was that I had put him up and he has done me so many generous solids he is one like he's a he's a, a tragic figure an incredibly brilliant figure but in my this i love to tell people about to this about him because yeah. no one hears this about him he's also a tremendously loyal uh friend he's also a, yeah. an impossible nightmare to be friends with but to the extent of who <laughs> he is he is a really uh, a great a, a great friend has been a great friend to me and i make fun of him all the time because he deserves it but i also his public persona is pure which is part of his pure genius anyway i was great it was great to have him in this video called absolutely no sense of humor that people think is about him but it's about another comedian entirely anyway i'm sorry to have uh, hijacked let's go but get back to arwen and what you were saying jeremiah well arwen uh, she so she does not follow football and as you can tell, I don't follow it very well either, except when I listen to the sports lounge. I do know How the many... difference between a quarterback and a wide receiver and a linebacker. That's a good start. Those, and there... a touchdown. 
What do you think, guys? That's a good start. I have to ask this. Of those three positions you named, which one is on defense? Um, the linebacker. Right? Okay. I was getting a little worried there for a second. Okay, good. We're going to stop right there. We're going to keep while we're ahead. Go ahead, Jeremiah. <laughs> I'm going to toss it to you, Lou, but I was going to ask of all the, of the group here. I, I don't think, Andres, are you a very big sports fan? I'm a huge baseball fan, but that's, I'm, I, I'm a one sport person, uh, but I am from Washington. So I have a, just a natural inclination to be happy when the Huskies are doing well. Uh, so uh, I'm glad to hear that that's the case. Hey, uh, Big Lou's showing you his, uh, his sweat. His <laughs> I saw. I was like, okay, this is great. Some solidarity. Oh, no, yeah. and I really took it into consideration. I would have brought my, my helmet out that I actually wore while I played at Washington. And it's a very old helmet now. Uh, oh, those wow. helmets are pretty much illegal. It's leather. It's um, <laughs> leather. <laughs> <okay>. Almost. Almost. <laughs> Pretty close, pretty close. Um, yeah, I, you know, like Andres, I'm very excited. Like Washington's having an amazing season uh, this year, and we have a great opportunity to do something once again that I was fortunate to be a part of when I was at Washington, which is go undefeated and win a national championship. So hopefully, Woo-hoo. you know, the dogs can stay the course. Uh, we have a tough Pac-12 championship matchup against University of Oregon once again and Bo Nix and the guy is playing out of his mind right now I mean you, you have to give credit where credit is due um, he's going to have an amazing NFL career you know God willing you know obviously you know barring injury which is the thing with all of these guys in that case uh, but you know Washington's quarterback uh, Michael Penix is having an amazing season as well um, and we can only look forward to him continuing that against University of Oregon, and, you know, we're fortunate enough to get into the college playoffs. Uh, what was the co- quarterback's name again? At uh, Washington? Yeah. Michael Penix Jr. Oh, Penix. I thought you said Michael Panix. I said that's a bad name for a, co- for a quarterback, but Michael Penix is great. Penix. P-E-N-I-X. Yes. Also could be open yourself up to, I'm sure he got made fun of until he had his growth spur. <laughs> All right. Yeah, well, that happened to a lot of people. Little Michael, Michael Penix. Big Lou Penix. I don't know if they said Penix. I don't feel like elementary school kids said Penix. Put the Penix oh, in your pants. His yeah, name in sex ed. His yep. name during sex ed. Listen, this is why he's so good in football. He had to learn how to knock people down. Let's be very honest. Kids are brutal. You know? Thank you. Yeah. Listen, hey, I can. I can neither confirm nor deny, but that definitely doesn't make sense. <laughs> he was Michael Penis uh, until the until the ninth grade. Let's be very honest. Yeah. He was Michael Penis. Oh, it, at least. At least. I mean, that, ain't no telling what they call him in Washington. You know, those guys are a bunch of jokesters up there for sure as well. That said, uh, Turkey Day football, well, hold my on favorite day of football. Big Lou. Hold on. I want to uh, properly. I, hold on one second. I'm going to turn it all over to you right now. I want to introduce you properly. We got to do it on the other side of the break, though. Okay, we we got to take a real quick commercial break, and I just want to uh, remind everybody: this is the ninth annual Thanksgiving show. We're about to talk uh, turkey and football with Big Lou and a special guest today, Corin Nimick. Um, he's an actor, producer, writer, and a graffiti artist. Very, very good artist there. And I do I, I do jazz hands when I'm uncomfortable. Jazz hands. <laughs> You can find him on Instagram at I'm Corin Nimick. Uh, 
Hey, Ron, he's back for our fourth year, he corrected me, not his third. Um, he's our favorite Thanksgiving comedian and actor. He's at the Laugh Factory every Thursday in L.A. at 10 p.m. Go to IamTehran.com and on Instagram, same, IamTehran. Andras Jones, he's a writer, actor, musician, producer, podcaster, Radio 8 Ball, The World is Wrong, and he's a curmudgeon for all seasons. Go to PreviouslyYours.com and check out his latest single coming up uh, in a couple breaks here, No Sense of Humor, starring Andy Dick. Camilla Cleese just texted me, guys. They are landed, but they're still on the plane. So she, hopefully she'll join us, Camilla Cleese, and her father, John Cleese, just landed back in L.A. Welcome back, guys, from the tour. They were on tour. It's called An Evening with the Late John Cleese. You can see her on Instagram at Camilla Cleese and on YouTube. Arwen Lewis is here. She's a singer, songwriter, and a guitarist. She's the host of The Arwen Lewis Show. She inhabits our blue planet, but her beliefs belong in the celestial realm. She's the daughter of Peter Lewis. And you can go find her on Instagram at the Arwen Lewis Show at Omad Records and ArwenLewisMusic.com. And next up, the host of the show, Big Lou, host of the Sports Lounge with Big Lou Radio and CEO of Holy Fit 310 on Instagram at Holy Fit 310. He's a personal trainer and uh, ISSA certified 20 plus years of training. We're going to be right back talking about Turkey Day football. Stay with us. Like to watch? Subscribe to The Jeremiah Show on YouTube. Welcome back to the Jeremiah Show, the ninth annual Thanksgiving show. Got some great friends here that are joining us. Corin Nimick, Tehran, Andras Jones, Camilla Cleese on the plane. She'll be on the way. Arwen Lewis, and now the host of the show. Going to talk about football, huh, Big Lou? He's the host of the Sports Lounge with Big Lou and the CEO of Holy Fit. Welcome, Big Lou. Man, you know what? It's always a pleasure to be here. Happy Turkey Day. Happy Turkey Day to everyone that's that's on the panel with me today, that's watching, that's listening. Uh, you, you know, this is one of my favorite days of the year out of the 365 that we have, potentially 366 if it's leap year. Let me put that out there anyway. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, it's my favorite day because I can be lazy, eat as much food as I want, and I get football. It's a great combination for me. So for all you NFL fans, you will be treated to a juicy triple header on Thanksgiving, which is today. So be excited for that. 
Uh, we got three games that are going to be featured going on today to open up for us. We will have the Green Bay Packers taking on the Detroit Lions. That is a 9.30 West Coast time, 12.30 East Coast or Eastern time kickoff. That game will be on Fox. Uh, and I just want to say from my own perspective, Detroit Lions are having an amazing season this year. I wonder if Sean McVay and the Rams are kicking themselves for getting rid of Jerry Goff. I have no idea, but Jerry Goff is having a great season this year. Green Bay, not so much, but again, it is Turkey Day. Funny things happen on Thanksgiving for football. Second game to follow up in the afternoon for us today will be the Washington Commanders uh, versus the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys, biggest brand in football, globally speaking. Uh, and again, they're having a great season this year as well. But with it being a divisional game, Commanders and the Cowboys, anything can happen in the divisional game. That game will kick off at 4.30 Eastern, 1.30 Pacific. Uh, and I got to be honest with you, I've never really been a Cowboys fan, so I'm actually rooting for the Commanders to go ahead and knock them off. And for any of you fantasy football enthusiasts out there, that's another one of my reasons as well. Um, to cap off our Thanksgiving Day football schedule, San Francisco 49ers, go Christian McCaffrey, and the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, I am partial to the Seahawks, living in Seattle for 10 years. Uh, but right now, we're kind of having a tough go of it over these last few weeks. But again, very competitive the Seahawks are, and I look for that to be a great game to cap off our turkey night tonight. Uh, to watch some football. I don't know if you're anything like me, I'm probably going to be yawning and in and out of nods because I would have eaten so much turkey and ham and mashed potatoes and gravy. Um, who knows what part of the game I'm going to see. Don't really care. It'll be on. I can hear it. That's most important to me. Uh, uh, I want to I turn to my panel. I, I want to turn to my panel real quick. I know Arwen was saying she she knew a couple of the positions, so I, I want to get Arwen's take because I do like to bet on on football every now and then. So I just want to know Arwen, Green Bay Packers, Detroit Lions. Who are you taking? I don't care why. I just want to know who you pick. Um, I'm going to go with the Detroit Lions because Detroit's Rock City. Rock City. Yeah. Detroit Rock City. Perfect. Perfect, perfect. Andre, what you got? You're muted, buddy. <laughs> Sorry, there was a plane going over. I wanted to save you from that. Uh, so I only know slightly more about football than Arwen, I think. So uh, let me just clarify something. The Green Bay Packers are still like owned, like sort of in a cooperative way as opposed to with like a, like sort of a mega corporation yes. thing. There's some. Yeah. Okay. As as an actor who is still sort of straddling the 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 uh, the line of being on strike and feeling a sense of solidarity, I'm going to go with the Green Bay Packers. I like your reason for the choice, but that's probably not going to go well for you. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> a betting man, so I there'll be no money on it. That's okay. We're uh, just having fun with it. Yeah. For 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 me, uh, oddly enough, I was I, I was in a uh, a silly uh, breakdancing crew back in back in the eighties uh, uh, called uh, called the Gumbies. The bend, they bend and twist, and all the things, you know. 
And so we always wore Green Bay Packers stuff as our like green and the letter G. And we were again, we'd be dancing. So we would kind of like crew up, you know what I mean? And go and get in dance offs at, at the local spots and whatnot. So I have to go with Green Bay just because it's sentimental to me. Makes me want to go and, you know, do a backspin. Is, I love it. We're giving such great sports advice, but uh, <laughs> we had to. We had picked this. this Rob, what about you? <laughs> well, I, I love how everyone's picking it based on the color of their underwear or what T-shirt they wore in high school, whatever it is. I'm gonna have to go with. Uh, I'm gonna have to go with Arwen here. The Detroit Lions are eight and two, and I think the Packers are what four and six, and haven't scored more than twenty points this whole season. If anyone does come in and play well in the cold, it is the Packers. But I just don't think that this is the year that they will play against the Detroit Lions, of all people, who I cannot believe that any of us are picking the Lions to win this particular game. I think this is one of the few years we would ever do that. But I'm going to have to go with the Detroit Lions on this one. For sure. For sure. I, I you know, Jeremiah, I got to get your take on this. Who you got? Green Bay Packers, Detroit Lions. Well, I'm not choosing by colors, but I am making this a little personal. I have an ex-girlfriend named Tammy. She lives in Montana, and her family love Green Bay Packers, so I want them to lose. Yeah, I'm going to Detroit. Take <laughs> <laughs> hey, that, Tammy. Man, he's taking this yeah, one. That was a turn. Then you went with the heel turn on that one. That's great. I love it. Wow. <laughs> he did have blue eyeshadow, though. Yes. Right, too bad, Tammy. Well, <laughs> <laughs> right. So just just to put it out there, so Detroit Lions record on Thanksgiving, right? The Lions have been hosting Thanksgiving games for 89 years, but not without controversy. Detroit held its first such matchup against the Chicago Bears in 1934 and has played on the holiday ever since 1945. The franchise has built a 37-44-2 record across its 82 Thanksgiving matchups, which are the most in league history. So at least they, they have a record there. So that's always a positive. Uh, in the beginning, <laughs> the Lions routinely won most of their Thanksgiving contests. That has not been the case this century, though, as the Lions are 6-17 and 17 on Thanksgiving, dating back to 2000. Out so, the gravy train is over. Know, well, it, it, it would be, yes, but they get the, they get the Green Bay Packers. So that's a layup uh, if, you, if you really want the truth. But I will say... Jordan Love played his best game uh, about a week ago. So this this could any given Sunday is the same it, in the NFL. It could be, right? it could be the t turning of the tides, but I just don't think so that lines have way too many weapons this year. Here, here's the funny thing. I don't actually like watching games. I love watching the analysis of the games. So I'm an analysis person. I don't I really don't even care about the games. I love the scientific aspect. And the Detroit Lions just outmatch the Packers on every single level you can. This particular mm. year, this mm. particular like year, an actual lion facing off against an actual packer, a packer. Yeah. If there was a guy packing boxes, the lion came in, yeah. the packer's going to run. That's really just how that works out. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm sorry, Tammy. Sorry, Tammy. <laughs> it brings me to the, oh, Montana. What, what is the packer's mascot? What is the Packers mascot? Does anyone? I have no idea. To be quite honest with you, I, I'll go ahead. And I thought it was a block of cheese. Actually, <laughs> ironically, it's a guy who looks much like Jeremiah with a really red face wearing a coat. 
packing boxes. <laughs> a lot of people don't know. Little known fact, it's actually a very upset UPS worker. It's the Green Bay Packers <laughs> mascot. You know, a pink albino UPS worker. That, that, that is the thing. Is that is actually, it's well, not actually, me. Actually, this is making pink me think. Albino. Many yeah. years ago, I was uh, invited to, to write uh, and produce a song uh, to pitch to be part of this big ad campaign that the Green Bay Packers were doing. And I guess there's a, like for them, and maybe this is an all football, but I guess in Green Bay, they take the tailgating super, super seriously. So they really they wanted songs that really focused on tailgating. And I wrote a song uh, and produced it with John Hour of the Posies uh, called Tailgate Party. It's all about my tailgate party. <laughs> and they hated it. They thought oh, I was making wow. fun of them. But it was very, but I, I had a, I wasn't making fun. I learned all about the the lingo around tailgating and Green Andras, Bay. And I'm going to be honest. I only heard half a second of it and it sounded like you were making fun of them. <laughs> well, I'm making, <laughs> literally right now, it sounded like you were making fun of them. Okay. Well, and, I was having fun with them. I okay. wasn't making fun. I understand. Fun. I, as a, I understand. In terms of, I guess, yeah, if you are just, but in singing, when, when you sing, you put on a voice. It wasn't. Obviously, it was. If you if someone takes offense, it, not, it doesn't matter what my intent was. They felt made fun of, and so clearly, and clearly, you're cue queuing in to what they were seeing. So I take the I take it. Uh, <laughs> it's still. A, I'd love to share the song with yeah, you, Jeremiah. It's don't really do, fun. Don't do an Al Jolson version. That's all I have to say. That, that's what uh, it sounded like. It sounded like you. It was you imitating what a parody of Garth Brooks singing a tailgate <laughs> song for these people, particularly, and using the term. Those people, and I just don't I, think that it works. I, just feel, I, I can see I, how they can find I, it. Offensive. You know, you're 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 probably right. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, I I think justice was done. I did not get the gig. <laughs> They're lost. They're lost. You know, I think it, right? I think we've just I think we've just clarified that everyone won in this situation. It was the right thing. The worst thing would be for me to have to. You I mean you're doing me a favor telling me this? But imagine if I had to hear this from a million angry Green Bay Packers fans. That would be miserable. Anyway, well, yeah, I, 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 I wouldn't be the opening act at the uh, thanks at the Thanksgiving. Uh, oh no, that was the Lions. Never mind. You know what? Be, uh, Honestly, the, Chiefs, uh, the opening act at the Flavor Flaves just sang the national anthem. I mean, honestly, anything goes. Anything goes. Anything goes. Yeah. That's a, that, that right there in itself is a feat. Here, we're going to get off of Green Bay and Detroit. We're going to move on to the Dallas Cowboys and their record oh, on Thanksgiving Day. But I'm getting the signal from the other window. Yeah, sorry about that. I'm just poking you right now. Can you hold? Let, let's take another commercial break so we can all make a little money. Or, or, or maybe me. <laughs> We, can, we right. can hold for a little bit. Keep the lights on, What's that? Yeah, let's just take a quick break. By the way, we already played your uh, your song there, my friend Andras. Oh, absolutely no sense of humor. Glad you dug it. If you did, I'm sorry if you didn't. All right, so you're listening to, if you, don't, if you just tuned in, you're wondering what the hell is going on here. It's a very special Thanksgiving. A ninth annual Big Lou is back, and Corin Nimick. Iran, Andras Jones, Camilla Cleese, I'm going to cheat here in spirit, and Arwen Lewis and your host is Big Lou. And we're going to come right back and talk more Turkey Day football. Stay with us.
coming on Christmas. They're cutting down trees. They're putting up reindeer and singing songs of joy and peace. Oh, I wish I had a river I could skate away on. But it don't snow here. It stays pretty green. I'm gonna make a lot of money, then I'm gonna quit this crazy scene. I wish I had a river I could skate away on. I wish I had a river so long I would teach my feet to Keep up, will ya? There is a lot going on here. Subscribe and always be in the no crowd. everyone to the ninth annual jeremiah thanksgiving day show i'm helping co-host the show today it's me the host of the sports lounge big lou um hanging out with our panel of amazing people out there and and we were we just right before we cut the break we were kind of giving the the detroit lions more so the green bay packers um kind of an atomic wedgie a punch in the face uh, <laughs> and we're gonna move off of those guys and move forward to the uh, the Dallas Cowboys, who have been a staple on Thanksgiving for quite a few years themselves. Uh, and the Cowboys' record on Thanksgiving, I'm just going to jump into it this way. The Cowboys have gone 32-22-1 on Thanksgiving since starting its holiday tradition in 1966. Uh, their best Thanksgiving stretch came in the early 1980s, uh, as they set a franchise record by winning six straight Turkey Day games from 1980 to 1985. Uh, the team has been just slightly better than the Lions on Thanksgiving in recent years, though. Uh, Dallas had lost three straight games before snapping their skid against the division rival New York Giants in 2022. They will face another NFC East foe in the Washington Commanders later today. Uh, and, and that brings us to, you know, there was the movie that was made with, you know, Jamie Foxx, LL Cool J, Al Pacino happens to play the head coach uh, any given Sunday. And it's a very true statement in the NFL. Anything can happen on any given Sunday. Uh, so with that being said, I have to go back and I'm going to go back to where I started. Arwen, yeah. I need your pick again because, you know. I, I call myself a sports better, but I don't really bet a lot of money. I'll bet like five bucks and then pick a whole bunch of teams and hope I get lucky. Haven't gotten lucky, but it's five bucks. I figure I would spend that much on buying my kids robots to play that damn game on their phone. Um, so that said, 
who are you taking uh, in the in the Cowboy Commander game? The Commanders or the Cowboys? I'm going to go with the Cowboys because I did get to meet Troy Aikman when he played for them. And I also um, am going to go with the Cowboys because of all their hard work. And they've worked really hard to set all these records. And because I play music in Austin. So, and that's in Texas. I love how you choose. <laughs> Fair enough. You know, real quick, I have to ask. If that's you had the opportunity. Would you would you love that opportunity to play at halftime of a Cowboys game in that new stadium? That is absolutely amazing. I've never been. I've heard nothing but great things. I think it has one of the biggest TV screens or jumbotrons in the history of sports. Um, would would that be a venue that you would really like to share your talents, or yeah. is there one bigger that you would would really like to perform at? I mean, that would be really fun because, I mean, though I'm not like a sports expert, like my brother played football in high school and he was an athlete for baseball in college and almost went pro too. Um, so, yeah, I, I would love to combine sports and music because I feel like there's so much soul involved in all of it, you know, and everybody is excited for so many different reasons at a sports event. Um, and then, I mean, if there was a second choice, I'd love to play at the Ryman in Nashville because it's such a beautiful historic building and that's supposed to have really good sound too. Amazing. You know, I, I will say I used to be a musician at one point and then I just kind of fell away from it. I was more of a, a percussionist. I started playing drums when I was very, very young and then graduated into playing the alto saxophone. And then some people really heard me playing the saxophone and thus my music career ended. Um, <laughs> that said, Corn, what about you? Who would, who would, who you got in this game, the Cowboys or the Commanders? Uh, well, before I get into that, I, uh, you know, the uh, your saxophone story, you know, I, I thought of myself as a as a coronet connoisseur my, when I was in my youth and in, in fifth, sixth grade. And uh, I practiced my heart out. And when we got to the big show for for, for the family and everybody else, the uh, the teacher came over to me and asked me if I would mime my part of the the trumpet playing <laughs> along with the other trumpeteers just so i didn't screw it up and i was like oh bah humbug i'm now i'm now i'm curmudgeoned about playing the the coronet which is like a small trumpet. i, I gave it up i like that play on the curmudgeon uh, i like that part that's good <laughs> but as far as far as the the teams go you know again it's not i i honestly don't even know where the commanders came from or who they changed over to or from or anything you know all the, the, the way the new teams are now and everything, I'm a little confused about who they were originally or if they were if, or if it's a new franchise or something. Uh, so I'm not sure who the commanders are from history. Uh, you know, my, my history in football stops around the early mid-90s. So if they didn't exist then, I'm not that familiar with them. But I, I'm, I've never been a fan of the Cowboys. Oh, and have They existed. They them. existed. So, <laughs> did they? The commanders they, did? No one wants to say it. I feel like I don't feel like we can all say it. And they were the they were the Native American team of the NFL that went by. I don't feel like I don't feel like you're even allowed to say it anymore. They have they just unmentioned it everywhere. So I'm not uh, trying to get canceled. Wait, but how much worse? Yeah, but how much worse is that to go from Redskins, which I know I saw a whole article. I read a whole article about it. So a whole little mini documentary about all of the Native Americans who are like, we want that name back. We want that name back. 
I don't know. I'm not really. Now I'm going to toss up. I'm going to have to go with the Cowboys over that just because, you know, because I, I feel like they shouldn't have changed their name because I would have chose Redskins over Cowboys any day because the Cowboys were such dicks to the Native American Indians. I would easily have chosen, but Commanders over Cowboys. How can I go there? I don't know. Um, I hate the, the Cowboys. Commanders is we'll a Native commanders. American term. <laughs> it's a Native American term, and, and it's in honoring their term. But you know what, Karen? I just want to let everyone on the panel and listen. I'm not with that guy. I'm not with that guy. I don't know him. I'm not. He he just he was like, yeah. And then the New York Jews, like, whoa! I didn't say any of this. I'm not picking any of these teams. They would not. They, well, they they wouldn't. They wouldn't have a good record of wins. I can tell you that. Yeah. Why aren't we calling them the Atlanta N words? I'm not on this. I'm not about this. Oh, I'm not still with going off the rails. Yeah. No, no, so I'll just remind you all the name of my record is recognized de-escalate and decode and de-escalation is kind of my bag this year. So let me try and de-escalate this just a little bit. I, I have it. my own, yes, I have my own controversial take on why there's a football team that I am supporting. I also did not know who the commanders were, but I got to say, uh, November Dallas 60 years after nothing good's going to happen. Nothing's good. You watch a different game. Or one president gets shot. One president gets shot, and we are against Dallas forever. You know, I'm, I'm not just saying. I'm just saying. And it's tailgating song. I believe in. I believe in like that. Places have an energy to them, and I believe that there are cycles in like that that we are all part of. And you know, just for me, you know, uh, Dallas and in November. It sounds sounds problematic. Well, go- I believe it was a, I believe it was a tailgater on the grassy knoll that actually was the shooter. <laughs> Big Lou. Big Lou behind that fence in the parking lot. Big Lou. I, I think I think you're right. I think you're right. This is the most hippy dippy sports show I've ever been a part of. I just want to let you know that people are picking teams based on the crystals. They're like, well, my crystal. I, I don't know what's going on here. I'm not. I don't oh, know. No, if, I, if there were Big Lou. If this was a baseball podcast, I would be so furious. Can we have it? Oh my lord! I just okay. Uh, Is it my turn to pick it? Am I picking? Yeah, actually, thoughtful, educated person on this topic. It's not that, honestly. Honestly, we have a listen. Arwen found a magic A ball. So after (laughs) Tehran gives us his piece of who he's taking, the Cowboys or the Commanders. Um, I we're gonna go to the magic eight ball and see what the magic eight ball has to say. You know, you know who I, I feel that... like right now. I feel like remember the guy from the Princess Bride who kept saying inconceivable. I'm yeah. the inconceivable guy right now, like the genius guy who's like, why is this happening right now? Like this is inconceivable. So here's the thing: um, the Cowboys are clearly the they're the favorites. They are uh, uh, by all by all accounts they should be the team. Even though I don't have as much, I don't have as much uh, faith in Dak Prescott as his team owners and the league does, because he's only good when yes. he's winning, and he doesn't really come through when he's not. That's one of the things I loved about yes. Tom Brady. Is Tom Brady as the the greatest of all time? It's not just the. It's not because he was the greatest actual skilled quarterback. It's because he was able to make split second decisions and come back. He was the comeback kid. And if you don't believe me, just watch that drive. Uh, in Atlanta, and you will never, ever, ever doubt him again. However, in this situation, the 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 commanders, 
you keep saying, Big Lou, you keep saying it's any given Sunday. This is on a Thursday. So, you know, on Thursdays. Well, but, right, but. No, I understand. In, 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 right. I understand. I understand. It can happen in an NFL matchup on any given day. Let me yeah, say yeah, it that I'm way. Not, I'm not coring here. I get what you're saying. That <laughs> you're bringing up. But on this Thursday, if anyone could beat the Cowboys on a Thanksgiving game, it is actually historically the commanders uh not the commanders by name but the commanders in spirit they have a new spirit they have a new owner they have a new quarterback going in they have a lot of new components and even the games that they have lost they've they've honestly lost by simple mistakes and not big mistakes so if they play a really good game they can actually beat the prescott cowboys especially if they go up early which is what their mo has been so i actually I'm going to go against the tide and just take the commanders, even though it's not based on their four and seven records versus the seven and three Cowboys. It's based on the fact that it is any given Thursday in this case. You know, one thing, and in terms of sports betting or the, the wise guys, right? There's always, whenever there is a, an NFL game scheduled, an NBA game scheduled, MLB game scheduled, there's always a trap game, right? And the Commander Cowboy game could very well be one of those trap games. A hundred percent. Everything says Cowboys, by the way. Every they're playing at mm-hmm. home. They're le- they're rushing into this game with the full steam momentum. And I agree a hundred percent with Big Lou that this this if there's going to be a trap game specifically this year, it's this because no one's expecting that, the Commanders me. to win. No one. Uh, and just to to give a little bit more insight and in what he will say in terms of of what the commanders have been doing up to this point uh they got some good pieces that have been inconsistent but have been coming out after it nonetheless uh sam howe who is their starting quarterback is one of the most sacked quarterbacks in the nfl this year but he has also put up some big numbers as well so it, it's more of a matter of we don't really know who we're going to get but we're going to get a great game that i can assure you Guys, so be sure to tune in um, for our, yeah. our Thanksgiving Day football schedule. It's going to no, be amazing. And another quick thing, and by the way, I'm actually from D.C., but another quick thing is the commanders have been putting up numbers despite all their flaws. They've actually been keeping up in their losses. So, for example, when they lost to the Eagles, which the Eagles are, what, 8-1? and one? I think they might have, and they won. Uh, they won uh, last night uh, or on Monday night against they just, the, they just, yes. the Chiefs. So they yep. they lost it, the Eagles by a touchdown. So it was thir- thirty-one to thirty-eight or whatever it was. The idea is that they're keeping up with their t- the teams that they're playing. So they're actually in there, yeah, despite their loss to the Giants, uh, which was the last week game, but. They are keeping up. So I think this would be the trap game that none of us would expect for them to come out and just win by, by a field goal. They right, do guys, play with up that, to the level of their competition. With that, exactly. I got to take a break. Our last break, we're going to come back and say goodbye. But you got one more, right, Lou? One more game. We got four uh, minutes. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. And I'm okay. here. By the way, this is uh, we're going out on, on with the music here right now. This is Arwen Lewis. And it's winter, the alt take. Yeah, so very, very cool. Uh, it's a great song that doesn't make fun of or mock anybody who loves sports. I just want to point that out there. It's a beautiful love story. <laughs> um, Perfect. Jeremiah? Yes. You, Will yes, there Andrew. be 
any opportunity to just make a, a little mention of Guilt Fast, which is the thing I was hoping I could, uh, I always like to promote when we're doing anything Thanksgiving wise. I can be quick about it, but yeah, Lou, what do we got left on? Because we got to wrap. We got five minutes left of radio airtime here. Um, um, you we just, I just got half, half. We got the, the 49ers Seahawks game and then want to talk about how everybody likes to spend their Thanksgiving and basically what are you thankful for this year? All right, let's do that when we come back. Uh, we are here with Corin Nimick, Tehran, Andras Jones, Camila Khalees is still on the plane, and Arwin Lewis, the host is Big Lou. Been a great hour, guys. We'll be right back. Here's Arwin Lewis Winter, the alt take. Seven every time by advertising on the Jeremiah Show and get your message out on seven shows. We're always on the radio. Before the next great song plays, let's pause to consider all the people who work tirelessly to bring us the music we love. Music Cares is music's leading national charity that provides a safety net of support and crisis relief for the music community. Everyone from musicians to tour managers, sound engineers to designers can rely on Music Cares to provide emergency financial assistance and essential resources in times of need. Find out how you can help at musiccares.org. That's M-U-S-I-C-A-R-E-S dot org. It's the good life Full of fun seems to be the ideal Yes, the good life lets you hide All the sadness you feel Hey everybody, we're back, we're back And hopefully you have been stuck it in and tuned in with us the entire time man the fireworks are amazing fireworks in november that's you know that's a good time right there uh just want to talk one real quick we have one more game just kind of discuss san francisco 49ers will also be taking on the seattle seahawks that's going to be the nightcap game for us um again 49ers are having an amazing season christian mccaffrey is having another record-breaking year scoring touchdowns every week he's still on a, on a run with that um, every time he scores another touchdown, that just adds to his record, um, and it's his. So every week he does it, he's breaking his own record, which is kind of cool. Uh, the Seahawks, like what Geno Smith is doing, uh, their defense has been kind of inconsistent. 
but it's going to be an interesting battle because I believe that game is taking place in Seattle, uh, which is, you know, Seattle, it's, it's known for the 12th man. So, you know, football is 11 on 11. Seattle kind of has an advantage because it's the 12th man. We'll actually see how that goes. If you really pay attention, it's kind of 13 on 11 when you have the sidelines. Uh, but that's a whole nother conversation for another day. Uh, we're going to go ahead and ping pong this over to Andres. He has something that he wants to drop for us uh, that he likes to do around Thanksgiving time. Andres, it's yours. Go for it, buddy. Yeah, I just, uh, first of all, uh, to any football fans out there, clearly I'm one of the worst people you could have invited to be to <laughs> help out with that portion of the show. So I apologize uh, for that. But, I, you know, we all do our best. Um for me, the part of the, of Thanksgiving that I like to talk about is like you referenced it, Big Lou, that you know the digestion problems after having that big feast. Uh, for me, I believe that uh, sort of Thanksgiving is actually a two part holiday. The thanks has to come after uh, a day of acknowledgement, which I call guilt fast, which has pissed off people for twenty years. But I I'm a big believer in guilt as opposed to shame. If you're actually guilty, which we all are. So I like to fast from sundown the night before till sundown the day of. And I'll tell you, if I once every time I do that, then when I feast for my Thanksgiving from when it when the sun goes down, I digest much better. I feel better about myself. I try not to do it in the spirit of making other people feel bad or that they must participate in that. But I like to share it with people every year to know that. This is one way to take some of the hypocritical edge off of what is otherwise a very wonderful holiday of thanks. And I am grateful to be here and to be able to share that with you. And now let me toss this to uh, Jeremiah to toss it to who the, whoever should be next. <laughs> hey, Ron. Hot potato. Well, on Thanksgiving, I spend my entire Thanksgiving giving thanks at the Laugh Factory where we feed the homeless and uh, the food insecure the entire day uh, from morning to night. So come out, be with us. And honestly, it doesn't even have to be in a situation where you don't have dinner. Sometimes you just don't have anywhere to go. Or more importantly, you have somewhere to go, but you'd rather be with us. We will all be at the Laugh Factory. We have fun. We have <laughs> celebrities. We have stars. We have comedy. And we have a great time. So myself, Tiffany Haddish, Fraser Smith, the owner, Jamie Masada, always showing big love to the entire community. Dane Cook will be there. Go down the list and everybody that you love, that you've watched are gonna be on stage and we'd love to have you there with us. That was great, man. I, what a great event, a great event. Corin. I love Yo. your buddy. How this do you speak Thanksgiving? This what do you Theodora. think? Camilla showed uh, up. <laughs> I'm Theodora. Uh, I wasn't on board with that. I wasn't on board with that. I didn't say that. <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta poke her a little. It's a beautiful dog. Corin, what do you think? I'm spending my Thanksgiving with with some family and friends. My my young pup Theodore Corgivelt, the rough rough rider, <laughs> and um, uh, and and do, going to enjoy you know the 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 simple things uh which is which is hard to enjoy nowadays i the more simple things i can have the the better off i am and that's the coolest way of saying you're going to be using meth that i've ever heard i love that i, love that. <laughs> I have too are many we allowed to say that? that 
Oh, I got canceled at the end after all. Oh my God. I tried not to get canceled this year. You, you fell no, off. No, you, 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 you can call a white guy a meth head. It's, it is, it's, it's, it's okay. It's, it won't cancel you. Well, his name was Walter White. Like, they could have chosen any last name. They created the character. Like, they could have chosen any name for this guy. And they went with the, on the nose, on the nose. <laughs> Walter. Arwen, what about you, Arwen? Uh, how do you how are you how are you going to spend your Thanksgiving? What are you thankful for this year? Well, I'm always thankful for my friends, family, and music. And I usually start it the night before and keep it going till you know Friday. And so Wednesday night, I'll be going over to Lost Square Guitars and Solving to watch a little show. And the night before, my mom and I make Emerald Lagasse's squash soup recipe that's very tasty in the crock pot. Mm. And then usually we go to my brother's house in the morning. We all live in Solving, hang out with them. And then since me and my parents really just eat at my house in Solving, we're just going to make a turkey breast so we don't have too much turkey. And yeah, then Friday I just go back to the club and play some more music and hang out with the friends and family, keeping it simple. How about you, Big Lou? You know, as I I started earlier on the show, you know, I said it's been a real tough year for me with last year breaking my leg and losing a lot of work it's, it's hard to do security work and being a trainer when you're on one leg literally uh but you know i have found my way to get back on my feet i can't run and chase anybody so if i got a butt whooping coming i'm just gonna have to take it because i can't run away from you um and then you know not to be a debbie downer but i i did i just recently lost my mom so this will be my first thanksgiving without my mother so i'll be going to vegas uh, to spend Thanksgiving with my sister and my niece who actually, you know, were above and went above and beyond to take care of our mom for the last, you know, however many years before, before this time had come. So I'll be in Vegas with them and, and I'm excited to have this time with them and reflect on the, the good things and the good times with, with, with we had with mom and be with family. And, and then, you know, again, taking advantage of my favorite part, sitting around, eating a bunch of food, watch football, um, pass out, wake back up, and repeat. Um, so that's that's what I'm thankful for for friends and family. And you know, I like to say, you know, my eyes open this morning so I can figure the rest out. Uh, so that that part right there is is pretty much what I'm going to be doing, and and you know, trying to be with those that are are close to me and close to my heart. And uh, that's what I'm going to do for Thanksgiving. Well, we're Jeremiah, gonna- what about you? Well, we're going to miss you. I want to just say real quickly, we're going to miss your mother because she was always on this show every Thanksgiving with us talking about the sweet potato pie, whether she's here and, and, um, and, and I love if you wouldn't mind if we could dedicate this show to her today. Mm -hmm. You know, she's, she's listening. I'm sure she got a good laugh at the show and, um, you know, she's, she's always around. I I know she's always with me. So um, I'm going to definitely, my sister just called me right now. So I'm going to I'm going to share with her about the show. And I'm sure she'll be excited to watch. She was always a big fan of the sports lounge as well. My mom was a huge fan of the sports lounge. You uh, she, didn't really understand much. <laughs> she didn't understand much what was going on, but she she tried to listen and pay attention nonetheless. Um, and so uh, I'm very excited that that's an honor to have this, you know, dedicated in her honor. So I definitely am, am grateful for that, Jeremiah, and appreciate tell, that. Tell and, us her, her name. Give us her full name if you would. Hazel. Mind. Hazel Jones. Hazel Jones. Just Hazel saw a picture Jones. of her on your on your Instagram today. Beautiful woman and a very strong woman. And and um, yeah, we'll miss her, Big Lou. And thank you Strongest all for being here. 
Thank you. I really want to thank all of you for being here and spending the hour with us. It's been so much fun, and uh, we're going to make a lot of people laugh on Thanksgiving, especially those that are watching. The, if they're if they're betting on the games based on our commentary, you're in trouble. <laughs> let me just tell you real quick who we had today here, and I'll let you guys all go. Um, Corin Nimick. To me, he's the definition of cool. He's an actor, producer, writer, and graffiti artist. Check out the YouTube channel. The graffiti is beautiful. Corin stood up for a few minutes there, and I got to check out his artwork without him sitting in front of it. He's my favorite character on Parker Lewis Can't Lose. His new movie is Dead Man's Hand, starring Corin Nemec, Jack Kilmer, Forey J. Smith, Cole Hauser, and Camille Collard. Basically, like I said, the cast of Yellowstone, so I'm there on Instagram. I'm Corin Nimick. Tehran, returning for the fourth year, our favorite Thanksgiving comedian actor. He's By the way, I might have made that up. I might have made up the fourth year, but I'm in it now. Okay? I, I, I think you did. Let's just, <laughs> just, we'll just you know. Either way, I'm in it. Yeah, always add a year, add a year if you can, for sure. You, you can find him at the Laugh Factory LA every Thursday at 10 p.m. Go to IamTehran.com and on Instagram at IamTehran. And on Thanksgiving, I think that's an amazing thing. Go down and help out and feed um, of, uh, people that need food and don't have enough food to eat and, uh, and just be there on Thanksgiving for all of them and for everybody. Down there, Andras Jones, writer, actor, musician, producer podcaster radio eight ball the world is wrong and he's a curmudgeon for all seasons go to previously yours.com and check out his latest single no sense of humor star absolutely Andy. no sense of humor not just no sense of humor absolutely no sense of humor which is it's okay to have no sense but if you have absolutely no sense then you're going to be a reactionary jerk like the comedian i wrote the song about who's got no sense of humor now <laughs> that's me and he'll be premiering his new album next year with us. He's also going to be in Santa Barbara in a couple of weeks at Lois Mahalia's uh, Christmas show. Can't wait to check And I out. might play Tailgate Party. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> and Arlie Lewis, uh, she's a singer, songwriter, and guitarist. And we heard her song, Winter, the old version, on this episode. She's also a radio host of the Arwen Lewis Show. And, of course, your host, Big Lou, host of the Sports Lounge, Big Lou and the CEO of Holy Fit 310. A lot of good people here today with a, doing a lot of good things, and I appreciate all of you. And happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Guilt fast. <laughs> happy Thanksgiving. Have a, have a good Thanksgiving, everybody. Cheers, man. But listen more and evolve. Mod Sobrani, and you are listening to the Jeremiah Show. Listen, man.
Did you like our soundtrack? Find all of our soundtracks on Spotify. The Jeremiah Show. Look for the black label. As always, a big thanks to our station manager, Les Carroll, for letting us on the air at all. Listeners, we appreciate you and want to hear from you. Please send us your ideas at jeremiah at thejeremiahshow.com or on Messenger, on Facebook, or Instagram. The Jeremiah Show is produced by executive producer Jeremiah Higgins and me, your announcer, Tony Kelly. Communicate, listen more, and evolve. My name's Danny Trejo. Jeremiah, your love, Holmes. You're so cool. You're so cool. You're so cool. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.